Hey everyone, Pat Nemers here with Jason Jackson from Sailorville Church uh, talking to you about the latest mandate, uh, second in one week that our governor has put forth and and uh, how we're going to respond to it. Yeah. So uh, we've been thinking about the word consistency. Mm -hmm. That's been sort of a key word in our elder conversation today. And uh, Jason, you brought up a Hebrews 13, 8, which says Jesus Christ is what? The same yesterday, today, and forever. So I was, that prompted me to, uh, I, I was dealing with a theological issue many years ago in a church that I formerly pastored. And I'd made a little nuanced change in my theology in this particular, wasn't a big change, but it, it might unsettle some people. So I, I, before I got into the theology, I said, uh, you know, most people want their pastors to be like Jesus, yeah. the same yesterday, today, and forever. They don't want them to change because change sort of, causes insecurities, you know. That was what I was thinking. and uh, uh, But Jesus, being God, and God alone is immutable. God never mutates. He never changes. Uh, we are, we change. That's We call that sanctification as we grow in Christ, yeah. of course. But when it comes to the changes that the church makes, we can't be immutable, yep. but we can be consistent. Yeah, good distinction there. We can't be unchanging, but we do want to be consistent in our decision-making and reactions. And that's really what we're trying to bring to you today. Now, the governor's newest mandate, Jason, could you kind of bring us up to date on that? Sure. The governor's newer, newest mandate says that uh, groups of 15 or more indoors are no longer allowed to meet or groups that are 30 or more outdoors are no longer allowed to meet. So there's some heavier restrictions placed on all of us here as Iowans, which is a little bit more recent for us in Iowa. Um, maybe not quite as recent in other states around our country. And if you heard the, the governor's impassioned speech uh, brought many to tears. I mean, she, she's going through a ton of duress, as uh, most of us know. And she alluded to the, the incredible spike in COVID cases, the hospital beds, which are starting to fill up. And of course, health workers are being affected. Hundreds of them are not even able to work. We have a health worker on staff right. who's been asked to work uh, and given you know, maybe some special circumstances to do so just because they so need these health workers, many of which are quarantined, some have COVID. Yeah, and the point is this, this is very personal to all of us and it affects all of us. And we need to be all in this together, not just the church, but as a part of our community. So we've spent a lot of time praying, thinking about this as elders, uh, on our staff as well, and then together with our deacons who are part of our leadership here at Sailorville, and uh, really want to just kind of express a, a statement that we, through wisdom and prayer, I think, um, came up with today regarding some of the changes coming up, right? Yeah, so I'm going to have Jason read a memo that will be going out to the church family uh, so that you'll understand what we're doing and why we're doing it, and we'll give a little explanatory afterwards. What is that memo? So here's the memo, and I'll read it because we want to make sure we get it right with everybody, right? Yeah. So in light of the governor's new mandate that adds new restrictions, including a limit of 15 people meeting indoors, and being consistent with our obedience to what we believe is the spirit of recent mandates, starting today through at least December 10th, we will be meeting online for all of our Sunday worship services. In addition, all of our in-person ministries or groups or meetings or events that are larger than 15 people will be suspended or conducted virtually. So that means cell groups and small group Bible studies and other ministries that can gather in groups of 15 or less, we're still encouraging that to happen in person 
whenever possible or appropriate. Yeah, and if it's in your home, that's a, that makes it, there's a, the governor's mandate made it a little different there. So we have some freedoms there, but it's still within the limits of 15 or less. Yeah, so the biggies there are our Sunday morning worship services are now going to be meeting online for the meantime. And smaller groups, less than 15, we're encouraging them to continue to meet when possible. Right. So, uh, again, you, some of you are thinking, well, didn't you just talk last week about the fact that you're going to three services and they're all going to be mass required? We were responding to that mandate there. Again, this is just in the spirit of consistency yeah. and as best we can, uh, we can determine before the Lord. We know this doesn't make everybody happy. Right. Uh, but I want you all to know that we are overwhelmingly grateful for the overwhelming response that most of you have given us. That's right. Love, affirmation, encouragement. You know, you realize the, the stress that we're under trying to work with these things. And this isn't just, I'm not just arbitrarily making these decisions. Am I, are these just my decisions? Are these just your <laughs> no. decisions? In fact, sometimes you disagree with the decisions <laughs> yeah. uh, at the beginning. Yeah. But no, we work as a team, all mm -hmm. of us together on our leadership. And and by the way, all of us feel this together as well. We, we don't, we're not on a different plane here. We're not immune to this sort of stuff. So we're, we're in it together with you. Yeah. And, and let me just kind of uh, double down on that a little bit, Jason. Uh, it really sort of sunk upon us. In fact, we brought the entire staff in virtually today to discuss this as well. Yep. And we realize that it, it really hit me in the middle of our discussion. If we are the elders, the six elders, we have directors and some others that we uh, talk with, but if, we're the, if we are the collective spiritual leadership of the church, and we are, and we are looked up uh, upon as those who know their Bibles and lead God's people, and that's what we do, and we struggle over yeah. this, and we disagree yeah. and wrestle over this stuff, and we've done that. We've we disagreed, have. we've wrestled over this stuff uh, with the spirit of love and unity, sure. but we really have. Yes. How much more are you wrestling over this? Yeah. How much more? And, and we understand that's happening. It's happening in your homes. It's happening in your marriages. It's happening in your families. It's happening amongst your kids. Yeah. And, and ours too. That, ours that's too. the point here. There, there's, there's, there's great empathy here. We are in it. We're hurting. We're hurting. We're hurting with you. Yeah. And uh, you're looking up to us to give you guidance. We're trying to be not perfect, not immutable, right. but consistent that's as right. much as we can. And we really feel that our decision we came to is consistent as we attempt before God himself to try our best uh, to lead you. Yeah, so speaking of consistency, what, what are some ways that we can respond consistently now as humans that are, um, that are trying to figure this out, that are maybe disrupted or, or seeing things as a little bit stormy or chaotic? How do we respond from a heart level consistently to situations like this. Well, let me just let me just share with you a couple of things that I have uh, I, I have uh, typed out sometime a uh, little bit back anyway where uh, here's a couple of things for all of us to take to heart, okay? First of all, throughout this time, we have to continuously demonstrate that our trust is in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. That's tough right now. In all of your ways, we can yep. still acknowledge him yep. and he will promise to direct our paths. Yeah, so that's, that's right. one way. Yep. Another way is to, is to uh, demonstrate uh, our humility in uncertainties. Mm -hmm. uh, so we don't know what's going to happen next. I, I wish we could tell you what it'll be like at Christmas time or at, around the new, but we just don't know that. So please... Demonstrate your humility, not your brazenness, uh, 
uh, but your humility in uncertainties. Yeah. Another one is demonstrate your self-control amidst radical reactions. Uh, I think it's important we all... We, we don't overreact. We don't have all the facts down. Uh, I wrote down, remember, we don't know all the facts on this pandemic. I mean, I think some of us think we do, but we don't. We're still gathering those. And so try to demonstrate self-control uh, through this time. And then demonstrate your, here, here's one, demonstrate your eschatology. That's your belief in the future. Demonstrate your eschatology by pointing people to Jesus. Uh, this is why we're doing this series in First and Second Thessalonians. Our whole premise was to get our heads above the clouds here yep. to see God and see Him in all of this. So demonstrate your eschatology by appointing people to Jesus. Yeah. And then uh, demonstrate your submission to your authorities during this time. That's a hard one for us. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're not given to be being submissive. And I mean, you know, not all of us are. But submission really is a sign of sanctification. It's it's one of those things that um, what's inside comes out, right? Yeah. It's sort of like the, the shake in the bottle illustration. When you shake a bottle and the top's off, what's inside that bottle comes out. So yeah. as Christians, what's inside of us? Well, one of the things that has to be inside of us is submission. Submission mm -hmm. to authorities in all kinds of ways that God has put over us for our good. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that for you to, we want you to come under our authority. We have, a, we have to come under the government's authority to some degree, unless, of course, our consciences are violated. And we've talked about this repeatedly. We hope you'll listen to last Sunday's message if, if you haven't yeah. yet. And finally, I, would say, I wrote, demonstrate wise common sense during this time. Yeah. Sometimes you just you have to use sanctified common sense in the moment. Yeah. Those sound like really great timely principles for how we can respond and react uh, today. But Pastor, we were talking earlier about this. Th these were not written today, and these were not even written as a response to the latest, most recent mandates from our governor. These were actually written back on March 12th, when all of this first kind of came down, when we decided we, we are going to submit to our governing authorities and suspend in-person church meetings uh, on Sunday morning. So these are consistent Timely and yet timeless principles. Yeah, so we did that on purpose. Obviously. <laughs> I, I truth is, uh, Jason read those to me earlier, and I'm thinking that's what we said. Yeah. He said, "Well, that's what you wrote down. When March 12th, what I just shared with you is what we wrote on March 12th. We're just being consistent with what we've been saying for the last many months." Yeah, and the, the reason why they still apply today is because they're straight from Scripture, and these are heart issues, and these are reactions that demonstrate our faith. These are responses that demonstrate how we're going to handle trials and suffering. And those things are consistent all throughout history in whatever context you're in. Let's just finish it with this, Jason. We know lots of things are going through your heart. And we, are, we empathize with you. We, we feel our hearts beat with you and for you. We're praying for you. And we're not saying you can't meet. We, if we've learned anything these last 10 months is God's people want to get together. And while we're not getting together right now, the mandate goes up to the 10th of December. We're saying at least until then, and look, we're hopeful because sometimes these things just go back down and they'd be wonderful if we could go back to what we were doing a few weeks ago. Yeah. That's our hope. That's our prayer. But remember, this isn't forever. It's just maybe hope, Lord willing, just for a few weeks. But in the meantime, we want you to get together. 
Yeah, and, and we're not immutable. We, we don't know everything. We do change, and uh, we'd ask for your patience, too. We don't know all the answers to whether this group or that group. I mean, there's a lot of little nuances to all of this, and so we're still trying to figure it out. But what we do know is we want cell groups as much as possible to continue to meet in person, if you can, when appropriate. So groups of 15 or less, we really, really, really want to encourage our groups uh, to, to continue to meet. That's sort of the lifeblood of what we do around here. It's in our DNA. So cell groups, small group Bible studies, little meetings and things. If you can do that with 15 people or less creatively, you need to be creative in this. We really, really encourage you to do that while we still can. So it's a way in which we can be both submissive to our yeah. government authority, but at the yeah. same time, obedient to the word of God, yeah. not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. That's as right. Yep, that's right. We hope that helps you and uh, encourages you and know that we're praying for you as we trust you are for us. God bless you.